This month, Stakes is High podcast is sponsored by American Income Life Indiana, the Cunningham Agency. Think you have what it takes to play for a championship team? Are you ready to take your life to the next level? Our sponsor, American Income Life Indiana, the Cunningham Agency, was voted top workplace by IndyStar, best place to work in Indiana, one of Forbes' happiest companies to work for, and featured on ESPN. This great agency is looking for business athletes. If you are competitive, driven, fun, self-motivated, and enjoy helping and interacting with new people on a regular basis, then this is the job for you. If you want to roll with the winners, visit their website at www.ailofindiana.com forward slash careers. Again, that is www.ailofindiana.com forward slash careers. When applying, be sure to reference the Stakes is High podcast and tell them we sent you Stakes is High podcast. Peace. Yeah. Stakes is High. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 or 911. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas, trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, the real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I am chilling, man. How are you? How are you man, man, blessed. Blessed more than I should be, man. You know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, yeah, man. Back again, another week. Yes, it's sir. coming off for the weekend. Ah oh, man, it was a scorcher up here this week. Yo, <laughs> up, up there, Boy, up here too. <laughs> I know it probably was. Stu- it's it's always a good five to ten warmer down there, man. So I already know it's it's like that out in the bur in the suburbs where I live. It's warmer than it is downtown because I'm not so close to the lake. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like when you look up Chicago weather and any weather, it's always it's down there always like five to ten uh, degrees. Hey, hey dog, it's it was crazy. So the thing about Indianapolis, <laughs> man, what's going on with Nap right now? Not only is it hot, man, they're doing construction wow, everywhere Dude. in the city, dog. That's, that's <laughs> all I've been hearing. Dog. I be so oh, many man. people be like, "Yo, four sixty five clothes from." From Michigan to 69, like, Bruh. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, Man. oh, this side of the highway closed down. I'm like, damn. 69. Like, since May. Yeah, 69 is one lane. Uh, uh, parts of 65 or 465 is one lane. You go... Back streets, they closed down, man. You know, but hey, man, I'm, I'm kind of it's 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 good and bad, man. Because man, some of these potholes had to be fixed. You know what I mean? We was complaining about potholes in the winter, and now they fixing them. We complaining about the traffic, oh, but that's what, they, that's what they doing. Well, yeah, no, nah, they deserve to close all them roads for that. Yeah, yeah, man. But I think they're doing some like uh, open up some lanes on uh, 69. I don't know, man. But yeah, it's been crazy. So. 
But yeah, man, um, we back at it again, brother. We got a guest this week, man. But before we get to our guest, man, thank everyone who listened to our last episode, man. We got some good listens there. Uh, man, I be having a lot of people who text me and they uh, go on. They they text me as they're listening. I'm like, yo, put those in the comments yeah. on SoundCloud. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly, man. I, I always, whenever someone like, shoots either a message or a text or even like they just do a random status and tag you know us <laughs> or like the yeah. podcast page i'm like yo post it under the link in the comments so, <laughs> exactly you know, get, exactly yeah everybody going in on it you know what i mean so yeah post, yeah man. comment comment yeah please do also before tc tells us where you guys can find us man please 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 rate us and uh leave us a review on Apple iTunes. Please do that. And TC, if they have a problem trying to find out where we are, where can they find us? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Sure. Hey, and we have we have an event coming up, man, and it's been the planning has been doing well with this event. Uh, I think things are moving well, and tickets are selling fast. And if you haven't heard, we have an event coming up August third at the Indianapolis Marriott East seventy two o two East twenty first Street four six two one nine. That's Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, man, yes, please come check us out. Us, we're partnering with our brother podcast, The Drunken Nights. For our Tools for Teachers. Uh, Tools for Teachers is a program that we started last year. Uh, this is our second event. This event is going to be a, an event that we're, we're going to be highlighting other black podcasts in the city. Yes. Uh, we also have a, uh, well, the, the podcasts are going to be given uh, a certain amount of time to come on stage to do a live show to present their product to the rest of the city. And not only is it mm-hmm. them presenting their product this us showing unity in the city with the black podcast is here in indianapolis so yeah come check that out and the bigger part of it we are donating school supplies to teachers if you are a teacher and you are having you know you guys get your 200 dollars, 150 or 100 dollars for classroom needs and school supplies please come out we will have school supplies for you guys to take with you. Yes. Um, people are donating. Um, and if you are a school that is doing very well and you guys have an unlimited amount of money to buy school supplies, hey, man, come bring some of those supplies over here. You know, <laughs> book bags. Yeah. We yeah. accept it all, man. So please come do that. Uh, the event is $5. You can go to the Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. And TC, where is that Eventbrite, brother? Tools. For Teachers Indy, and that's the number four, tools for teachers indie.eventbrite.com. Uh, go ahead, click the link. Um, as he said, this uh, is a five dollar uh, admission cost. Get your tickets there if you are unable to attend but still want to support. There's also a donation option in that link as well. And feel free to donate, uh, you know, whatever amount you feel, but yes. Yeah. 
Tickets yeah. and donations can both be found at toolsforteachers.eventbrite.com. Yes, sir. So, yeah, love love the support. Please, please yes. support. Yes. Um. Again, proceeds are going towards you know supplies for for IPS school. So yes. Yeah. So here's Don't the thing. Love. Listen, if teachers come to school on the very first day and you have some parents who are, one, either irresponsible or, two, they don't have the means to be able to afford school supplies, although there's many programs in the cities and these different cities that will be able to help, and we are trying to be one of those programs. But the teachers have to provide that kid with a pad, with a pencil, paper, or whatever that kid doesn't have. So those are some of the things, reasons why we were like, hey, let's help these teachers out. And not only that, Here's the thing. The event starts at 5 o'clock and it ends at 9. From 5 to 6 is Black Business Hour. We will have vendors there that uh, are black businesses that will be promoting and, you know, maybe some selling some of their product. Hey, man, come out, have a good time and see what we are trying to do here in the city and, you know, help support not only the podcast, you got businesses and also teachers. So, yeah, come out, have a good time. Yes. We'll, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get you home. We'll make sure you leave at 9, and you can get home at, you know, whatever, however long it takes you to get home. And you still can go to church in the morning or whatever you do. <laughs> uh, get a real good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah. Entertainment yeah. for $5, yeah. man. You can have good entertainment for $5 plus spend another 5 to $10 on school supplies. And guess what, man? You're supporting a good thing and having a good time. So come do it, man. Yeah. 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 All right. So we have a guest here, uh, man. Shout out to Patrick. Uh, Patrick has not only had a few people email, but he's also sent a, suit, a few people um, uh, in our direction to be able to come on our platform and have good conversation. And this, our next guest is a brother who reached out uh, through email. Again, like TC said, reach out if you're interested in being a guest. Hit us up, man. We'll make sure we get you here and have a good conversation no matter what you want to talk about. Hey, we are, we're able to do it. But this brother reached out, man. And not only that, he's been patient. We've had to reschedule a couple times. And, <laughs> you know, a couple on me. And I know he was in Cincinnati having a good time last week, man. But, uh, man, we're here. We have a, a good brother here, man. Like I said, um, as far as just even just chopping it up when he needs 10 minutes, man, I can tell. And not only that, through through text message and conversation through phone yes, and rescheduling, yes, man, sir. I can tell this is a good brother. And what he's doing is I think it's a great purpose. So we have our brother here, Khalil, man. What's going on, brother? What's going on? Everything's good. How's everybody doing? Good, man. Good, yes, man. Yes, sir. Chill, good to be chill. here. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Welcome to the Stakes is High. Thank, thank you. No, nah, man. Thank you all, man. When I heard, um, when I heard the, the uh, podcast with Patrick, I was like, look. I got to get on there, real, raw, informative. Let me let me be a part of that, absolutely. So thank y'all, yes sir. Man, we love. I, I know I do. I know no TC probably does too, man. But I love hearing people oh, yeah. who hear and kind of understand our purpose and what yeah, we're trying yeah. to do, it's, man. It's so. important. It's important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah, man. It's important, yes sir. Yeah, man. Um, if you don't mind, man, I don't know if you want to, man. But how do you say your last name? Bro? So my last name. So my full name is Khalil Africa. More Africa, okay, yes, sir. okay. Yes, sir. I, I was gonna guess that, but I was like, wait, I ain't gonna jack it up, man. <laughs> well, you know, that's, I was telling somebody the other day is that we get you know nervous when we see all those consonants together, but actually, it's just it's perfect phonics, man. You know what I'm saying? The way it's written is the way it's pronounced. Okay, so, that's how sir. I looked at. I was like, yes, that, and I'm like, Africa, man, yes, I don't want to, because people jack up my name, man. They <laughs> they see it and they be like, I'm like, nah, just just call Sometimes me T. You know, you try, yes, sir. yes, sir. Well, you know, I'm an educator though, so we 
we pay close attention to how people's names are pronounced as well. So yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yes, man. sir. So yes, cool, sir. man. Um, yes, sir. Again, welcome, man. Uh, tell us a little Thank bit you. about yourself, man. All right. So again, I'm Kyle Moore Africa. I've been a, um, I've been an educator in the city of Indianapolis for more than 20 years. You know, mm. um, started. Yeah. I probably say my first formal position was 1993. I was the um, uh, 20 years old, I was the youth program director at um, Citizens Multi-Service Center, which is now the now defunct Citizens Multi-Service Center off of 16th and College. But I started there. I've been in educating in some form of fashion of all ages, uh, teacher, counselor, administrator, you name it. I've been there. Juvenile centers, residential treatment centers, schools, after-school programs, started our own community centers, you know, any 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 aspect or phase of working with young people, I've been there and done that. So, yes, sir. Uh, currently, today, what's up? Um, I work for um, Early Learning Indiana. I'm a center director, also a technical assistant. I support other centers and also, you know, push forth the initiatives tied to Early Learning Indiana. I'm also an uh, adjunct professor on uh, the campus of IUPUI and Ivy Tech. I teach in the School of Education in both. So, yes, sir. That father of five children, uh, 19 to three years old. So. Um, and then, you know, active in the community and those kinds of things as well. So That's what's up, yes, man. Yes, That's sir. what's up. Yes, sir. And before we get into all that, he claims he knows hip-hop. And <laughs> I don't know if TC understands hip-hop, just but off some of the reviews I've been reading him talking oh. about. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Hey, man. What y'all want to talk about? So, so here's the thing. Let's discuss... Before we go into our opinions, I want to make sure everyone has listened to the new Nas album, Lost Tapes. Lost Tapes. Uh, I've I've made it through yeah. about fifty percent of fifty percent. Okay, yes, sir. Okay, and TC mm-hmm. and TC has right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and we're basing Khalil's off fifty percent, so it's going to be tough to get his <laughs> review. But based off the album, um, what do you? Out of five mics, we're going back to the source days. Out of five mics, what do you give it? Well, so far, what I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give him four mics so far. Okay, okay. Out of yes, out of fifty percent. Okay, out of, out so, of 50%, okay. Yes, sir. based on comparative to for me, um, I, matter of fact, I was listening to Nas last night. My favorite Nas song of all time is Rewind. So Ooh, I just hard. bumped that last hard night, album. just listening to that. Hard I track. believe, and I, I think a lot of. Um, um, the the Nas contingency gets mad when I say, but my favorite album is God's Son over all Nas's albums. I know p- the, I'm not the, mad the, at the, the purists are gonna say Illmatic. I'm saying God's Son. I just believe God's Son was his, you know, um, really his return to the to the mainstream. Just really, just re- I'm not mad Reestablished. I'm not mad who at he that. is as a God because he he so, he yes, was. So. That's when he. I think thanks to Jay Z, we have to thank him for God's Son I mean, because that woke Nas up. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it it made him come correct, and you know, um, Braveheart to me, Uchi Wally Wally. I mean, you know, those were okay. He addressed I mean, that on this album. I mean, too. But, but straight <laughs> up, man, he left he left his hanging. He left the peers hanging for a minute. But he addressed that uh, yes, uh, Uchi Wally on Uchi this Wally, uh, on, on this uh, on, Lost Tapes too. Um, TC. <laughs> <laughs> man, I give it a solid. I'm gonna give it a solid two and a half. Oh man! <sighs> okay. Um, before I ask you why, how many times have you listened to that? How album? many? How many you? How many you give it? <laughs> no, before I, I'm gonna give you mine, but I just want to ask you based off your two. How many times have you listened to the album? 
one run through. Okay. See, that's tough. I, it's tough for me to take that review off one listen. But um, but I respect Shit. it. I respect that's, it. I mean, that's what count, though. You know what I mean? Like, what? that counts. The first listen, that counts. Somewhat. Like, Somewhat. I, I listen to... Na- I, no, no, it counts, bro. Like, I listen to Nazir and, like, immediately listen to it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, to me, if, like, it got replay value after the first play... Cool, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give it another spin. I'm gonna keep spinning. I'm gonna be like, oh, I like that track, this track, that track. See the reason I didn't get that vibe. It right, was like right. four or five tracks on this album. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I bumped that again. But it was a lot of stuff was just like straight, just put me to sleep. Well, the reason why I so let me my my thing is, and we're gonna go to our guess, but I just want to give it real quick. I give it a four. Uh, reason being I give it a four is, and one of the reasons I say TC is hard, because there's been stuff that, there's been albums or songs that I did not like off the first listen. Outcast Love Below is a perfect example. And once I give it, and I'm like, all right, let me sit down with this and give it another, I'm like, man, this mug kind of, it's kind of hard, you know, because even just like lyrically, sometimes you don't catch lyrics in the first, you know, right away, and just some things, I'm just like, yo, let me give it another spin. Like, yo, man, this mug is nice, actually. You know, there's been times I've done that. So with songs, with albums, I have to give it more. And like what I say, I take it to the lab, meaning I go to the gym, and I put my headphones in, turn it up, and be like, all right. So I give it a four. Um, I give it like this. I say out of 16 songs, I think um, I would say I would say – uh, 11 of them are good, but six six out of the 11 are nice. And I can name the songs. I can name, Man, you know, they, if I went down the list, F. I can be, I can, I can listen and I can be like, this one's hard, this one's hard, this one's hard, you know, and I can give the reason why. But yeah, man. That's an F though. That's like, that's literally like a little bit over 50%, man. Yeah, that's true. That's not good. <laughs> no, no, good. no. Eleven, out, eleven out of sixteen are songs are good. That's 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 pretty pretty good on an album. You you but but you were like oh, they're good. Like you were like oh it's eleven heat. You're like, I no, like 11 of them. They're I didn't call good, it a good, but then I, it's like six. That's like. No, 11 are solid. good to me. I won't fast forward through 11. I listen to 11 songs. Is and it a, that's good today in today's music world. Is it? Is it a, is it a classic? It's not a classic. Album? No. Not a, okay, and that's why classic, I say 11. Classic. classic is. Illmatic. I would, I, see, I, I like Illmatic, but I'm with you. I like Godson. Godson is a classic. Yeah. Godson's a classic. Yeah. Illmatic's a classic just based off what, what well, it was yeah. at the time. It's, 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 yeah. uh, it's, it's his version of Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, we yeah, introduced, yeah. like, whoa, yeah, this is something yeah, no one yeah, else is doing. Yeah, but, yeah, man. Um, well, well, let me say one thing. I do say there's some albums, and I, and I say Kendrick is that, uh, damn, the first run, eh, I'm the, the same way. I listen to yes. it, Outcast, yes. and those deep ones, those ones where those messages just resonate. It takes me a minute because the production is not always – what you think, but I think getting down and dirty, I, I mean, Kendrick's album just... Damn was the same with man, me. Damn was like, I was like, uh, yeah, and yeah, then as yeah. I listened to it more, I'm like, yo, this album right, was hard. Right, but but his first one, but I what? I didn't even get that. I got that first reel. Nah, like, nah, oh, not, for me, not, not for me. Not for me either. That. Not but, for me but, either. But, but, but Mag, what, what's the... Good uh, Kid, Mad City? That one slapped from the beginning. That's a classic. Damn's not a classic to me. Good Kid, Mad City's a classic. Good Kid, Mad City's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Love Below, it was hard for me to accept 
you know, and I'm an Outkast fan. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, can I? But the more I got into it, spaghetti jumps. Like, okay, like, okay, I get okay, it. I get okay, it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I feel you. But yeah, yeah man, yeah. TC, you y'all, might you might have to give it one more. Y'all be having to convince yourselves, man. Now nah, hell no, I don't need to convince myself. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I think Nobody, just you know? <laughs> yeah. nah, man. Know. It's hard for me to just like every like I, there's like I said, there's been songs or albums I had to listen to more than once to be like, yeah, man, this mug is solid. Like really listen to the lyrically because it's with Nas and a lyrical artist. There's no way you can get all their lyrical content no in the first tra- no the first way. listen. Right, 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 right. No way. Oh, yeah. there, you got to be right. like, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, I just wanted. I seen. I just wanted to bring that up, man. Nah, that's I seen, good. I seen you on. Keep uh, it coming. Yes. Yeah, sir. I seen you on. Uh, I seen TC. I seen you on Facebook. I was like, yeah, we got to talk about this because I didn't give my review. <laughs> I didn't give my review after the first listen. I had to be like, all right, let me take it back. You know, but yeah, man. So, so yeah. let me just ask a question. I don't want to deviate too much, but just give me an example of what classic albums are. Who, what do y'all think? Where the, I, I still think 50s album, Get Rich or Die Trying, was classic. a classic classic, classic. album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Give, give me a couple more classics. Good Kids classic. Yeah, definitely classic. Uh, Reasonable Doubt's classic. Classic. Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to say Drake has if Drake has a classic. Drake, I don't think he has any classic albums. He's got a classic moment in time, but I don't know if he's got any classic Albums. AT, AT Aliens. Oh, classic. Drake? AT Aliens. Oh. Classic. Definitely classic. AT Aliens. The Chronic. Classic. Dre's album. The Chronic. Classic. Kanye. Uh, yeah, classic. Oh. Ka- Kanye got a couple uh, classics. Dark and Hell is Hot. I don't know if y'all. I don't even know if y'all. Ca- classic. Like who? 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 who dark, and, dark and Hell is Hot. Classic. Huh? Classic. Who'd he say? DMX. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. DMX, <laughs> oh, DMX might classic. got like, they got a few classic. 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 <laughs> so we're on the same page. Okay, we got it. I just want to see where he was. Ice Cube. Oh. Um. Death Certificate. Death Certificate. Classic. Definitely. <laughs> but his last album was one of the worst albums I've ever heard of. I ain't never tried. Don't, and leave it alone. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's just, Q, Q was in the studio by himself, and he needs somebody. He needs some critical Young boy. Review, yeah, man. That's man, terrible, man. You know, Death Certificate is uh, actually my favorite album of all time. Oh, man. That's my oh, favorite man. album of all time. A message to the or- oh, <laughs> man. I can't even, even say it's a favorite album of all time. I, have, I don't have one. I do. That's, I don't know. It's too much. It that's, just that's it, impossible. Yeah, it That's was a, uh, that made a classic to me because it was a very important time in like my life. You yes, know how sir. you're in a part, yes, like a part, part yes, a certain part of your life. You have this album, yes, sir. and you just can play it and remember man, certain man, things man. that was going on in your life. Man, <laughs> I got a few of those. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. We done yes, turn man. this. Speaking done, of that, man, you know, you know, uh, an album that did just have that. I was just sitting here thinking, like, what did I give another run through because I wanted to hear more from it, and it was that uh, Revenge of the Dreamers three. That shit heat. I don't know if y'all rock with that album like that, but that album cold. Revenge of the, are you talking about uh, uh, Dreamville? Jake, Dreamville, yeah, the Revenge of the Dreamville yeah. Three. Yeah, I've oh, been no. so so. I've I been like, trying. I've been I'm, I'm, I've been giving it some play. I do like JID. I, I liked I it on like first listen. Yeah, yeah. I liked yeah, it on first yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. I like J Cole though, but yeah. he's, it's been a minute for me yeah, to. Kate, uh, uh, KOD I, was hard. I thought that was a hard album. You yeah. know what I'm I don't know if it's classic. Oh, I like all his. I like all his albums. That's yeah. that, that's another one I didn't think about. I haven't given that. That that new crit a full spin through yet? I have, um, but I, I I gotta get out of spin. Too. Now me and crit we have. I mean I respect what he does, but never want to. I just don't. I just don't vibe with you. What? Like I mean he's oh, alright. Just man. you know. I, I deal with. I mean I crit I, hard, I, baby. I respect crit. He remind. He's a mixture of Ti pimps. He got a a, a, a a lot of combinations, but I respect crit. This ain't mm-hmm. my my cup of tea. Yeah, music, you know yeah, man. So, I, I I like I this. Like, I like that shit. I heard people. Um, I heard people dissing that uh, yeah. uh, the drunken nights, yeah, the yeah. drunken nights, saying that they didn't like uh, that they, they wasn't feeling that crit album. I like it, man. I liked it a lot. So my guy loves it, but I, 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 I gotta yeah, check it. Yeah, 
But all right, man. We this right. ain't no hip hop episode. It can't be too. Hip hop. And we in our forties. I'm in my forties, man. This is what we do, man. NBA, yeah. hip hop. Come on, man. Yeah, you know man. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, Khalil, I want. I, I did want to get into the conversation. Oh man. yes, sir. Let's um, do it. Let's start. Uh, based off, uh, you know, just some of the things. I have a six year old. Yes, sir. So, I know we. You. One of the things that. I wanted to jump right into is talking about uh, brain development. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. and <laughs> when when the brain is basically when that kid is is a sponge, basically. Um, give you a little bit about that, man. Yes, sir. So you know, the interesting is, and just bear with me because I do live in some of the data as well, so I may spew some statistics and all that. But the interesting thing about early learning, and when I email theorists, the thing that I thought about is. There are misconceptions and misperceptions tied to the education of young children. Um, I did a, um, some research I was doing early last year shows that 60 some percent of parents believe there's no learning taking place when it, before a child is six months old. You know, that's that's the reality where we live. With, when in fact, man, it's the is exact that, opposite. Is that why they? Uh, that's why I never wanted to do. Hey, guy, guy, hey, baby, they, 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 Brother, I you never wanted to uh, do never, that, dog. Never, <laughs> never, because and in fact, if if you. This is this is true. This is the thing. If you want to teach a, a human being Spanish or uh, a foreign language, you do it zero to five. Why? Because it's what we call brain plasticity. The brain is the most plastic, meaning the most ha- has the best opportunity to learn to absorb in between the ages of zero to five. This is what we know. This is what statistics tell us that between the age of zero to five, the most rapid brain development uh, that a human experiences in their life takes place. 80 to 90% of your brain is developed by the time you're five years old. So that's why the old people just say, well, we know who you are by the time you're six because, yes, your character to a degree is formed. But there's a technical reason behind that because the brain forms from the stem out. And so the stem is towards the base of your neck. So when you see a fetus or something, you're going to see a little small acorn represented of the brain. Now from there, it grows out to the other cerebral and all, and all those areas. The most significant thing about that brain stem that is encompassing your limbic system. And your limbic system is what controls all your feelings and emotions. Mm. So everything tied to how you feel, your emotions, fight or flight, your self-regulation, everything, all your senses, your aha moments, everything is developing in that phase, which is why interactions, talking, communicating, providing safe, stable environments, little to minimal stress are so important for young children. Not for young children, but for adults. We're talking about 50 million Americans are living now diagnosed with depression and things like that. We know for a fact that depression, social anxiety, all those issues that are tied to um, um, social distress. Uh, Theris and I were just talking before about um, now we averaging, we're averaging now up to one school mass murder shooting a week, typically done by a person that's 18 to 25. This is a person who's a recipient of a traumatic childhood something that's happened these these aces they mm. refer to adverse childhood experiences that are taking place now we for the most part assume that because they children oh they be all right children they all right you know we just kind of we've always devalued young children and just assume that because it's kind of like animals and insects well they don't talk they must not be able to communicate right you know they only cry so they must not have any you know we just kind of minimize their experiences when in fact it has less to do with their inability to communicate but more of our inability to understand 
what's taking place and transpiring. It's the most important time in a human being's life, the age of zero to five, sir. Yeah, man. And you know, it's, it's interesting, man, because when I, before I had my son, you know, I was, do, I, you know, you do all the research, especially on the first one, yes, you know, like, ah, what can I do? What, what's the best thing? And one of the things I, you know, as far as uh, communicating and how you talk to your kid and how you, uh, how they, how their vocabulary becomes, you know, uh, you, you know, you increase their vocabulary by not doing the, hey, da, hey, buddy, how about that, <laughs> yes, that, that, yes, all sir, that kind yes, of stuff. We never did that. <laughs> yes, sir. We yes, never sir. did that. Right. We talked to him just like we were talked to right. each other. Right. And now if you have a conversation with him, you know, he may use some words. You'd be like, man, how you know that <laughs> word? You know, but it's very, you know, that was very important It is, it uh, is. to us. And another thing, man, and I don't know if you can address this. Sure. Um, I never play like I never scare him i never like come around the corner and be like ah i never do that to him mm. man because now he's about to be eight you know when he gets eight nine i can start having these scary <laughs> movies with him and <laughs> right, you know right. but i never wanted to do it to him like from like you said when he was five just because i always thought that brought on this stressor to him man that was gonna i think it was just like i always see these kids walking around nervous man i just was like man i preach. wonder because these people just jumping out scaring their kids man, like preach. that man you can't do that to them right now <laughs> no nah, man and, and and you know bigger picture than that um and you mentioned the word is stress so what we if we do it correctly what we want to do is minimize the amount of stress that we place on children why because stress shows us there's a matter of, of part of your brain again we call it the gray matter the gray matter is where the majority of the synaptic connections take place synapses in the short term has to do with connections N nerves and cells come together to make these bigger connections which is how you create learning and things like that when that when that process is impacted negatively by stress by trauma it diminishes the amount of connections that take place and transpire as well in that process you have to be overly hypersensitive about your interactions and what you're saying is correct it's not the act of scaring children that's different it's the act of traumatizing them and placing them under stress yeah. and not letting them feel safe and stable in some of our work we ask children and we tell them as well you know are, are you safe you know in the conscious discipline ideology you know the whole goal is to ensure the children are safe and they yeah, feel man. stable there's three brain states that we talk about there's the survival state there's the emotional state there's the executive state the survival state is when a child is is really literally as the word implies thinking about surviving see that's the thing the young brain mm -hmm. is about fight or flight it's about life or death it's trying to survive it only knows life or death and so that's why the response of mm -hmm. children infants that's why they scream and cry and that's why it sounds like somebody's killing them or they're dying because mm -hmm. it is that serious. Me eating right now is that important. My feet are cold is that important yes. because any sign of discomfort is it plays back to a child. And that's it, their it, communication. That's their communication. You take them to the next level in the e e emotional state. Well, the emotional state is a decent state, but that's still the survival state. Your basic needs have to be met. Once your basic needs are met, then your emotional needs do need to be met. And that's in the emotional state. Where we want to get our children to operate and human beings to operate at is in the executive state. That's where we experience what we call homeostasis, a period where things are balanced. I feel safe. I feel stable. I have connections. I feel loved. You know, I feel supported and those things right there. Rarely and unfortunately, as we move forward in this current paradigm, we're moving children out of operating executive state and we're normalizing children have to operate in emotional states. I do a presentation about 
alternative discipline strategies. And basically, I don't, I'm not a proponent, and I've been to arguments. I, I told people sometimes, man, that we'll was one, I was going to ask you about this, <laughs> I, I man. Know, discipline, I, yeah, know, yeah, 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 because you know, and that's the thing. You black know, folks, especially, <laughs> especially, we believe in spirit. You know, we're gonna beat that ass. I mean, you know, that's what we're gonna do. You get out of line if I'm in public, you're gonna get a whooping, no matter how old you are, or whatever. And that mm-hmm. particular ideology right there is almost undoing everything. It's undoing all the good that we can do, especially when we do it, you know, with uh, with our uh, young children. You know, um, it, it's it's so important that children understand boundaries. They understand their they understand boundaries, not their place per se. They understand boundaries, time and place, and all that. But they also have to feel empowered to be able to move forward and make decisions, and not feel scared to do that. Yeah, um, yes, yeah. So I think, man, I, um, you know. I think disciplinary disciplining your kid is is necessary. Yes, sir. Meaning, mm-hmm. I don't think I can count on one hand how many times I've had to um, had to whoop Tice. Yes, sir. And I've always looked at it, and I've got into these conversations with older people, especially black people, about um, whooping our kids. Yes, sir. And one of the things that I always ask people, because people be like, you got to whip these kids. That's what's wrong with these kids today. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got a cousin who's in prison, who's in prison right now for life, damn near, because he killed someone. But all I can remember is him getting his ass whooped damn near every day when we were growing up. So I'm like, if that's if, if whoopings were the answer to us being successful, there would be so many doctors in the world Preach. that's black. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that's not always the answer. Preach. Now, my thing is, I think it is necessary. So I always tell people, my whoopings are like uh, my special move in WWE. Like the WWF, whatever you're old enough to WWE now. But, you know, so what happens is you do the wrestler's doing all he can in the beginning of the round. Boom, boom, boom. Now he has him down. Now it's time to do your special move. If you do your special move from the very beginning of the round, it's not going to be effective. Yes, sir. So that's how I was always looked at giving Tice his spanking or his whooping or yes, whatever sir. you want to call it. It's always been my last resort. Like, yo. I told you not to run into that street, and you're ran in that street without listening to me. Now it's time for you to get a little bit to this discipline going to my special move. Yes, sir. Do I use it all the time? No. He's mm-hmm. six, and I've only probably had to use it like maybe three times yes, sir. ever in his life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, so when I, when when so when I hear that, first of all, let me say this: is that um, I'm a firm believer of not spanking and hitting children. Be- before the age of five. Now, parents raise their children the way they want, and I still say this always, is that in an environment where a child is receiving love and support, if they're used like that, then you are minimizing the amount of stress, and then that's, that's important. But I, I, like, I always push back and say this. First of all, when we talk about discipline, discipline is... But Khalil, but Khalil, yes, please. real quick. Yes, sir. Let's define mm-hmm. whooping. Sure. Because Absolutely. people please have do. different. Please do. You please feel what do. I'm saying? Please do. That's important. Because. Please do. Please do. A couple taps just make sure you feel it to know my words mean yes. something that's different than yes. you. Exactly. Taking his clothes off and beating the shit out of him. Exactly. Totally exactly. different. Exactly. Let's, let's please say that. And that's, that's so, important. You, you, you see what that's I mean? Important. That's why I yes, wanted to. Okay. Okay. And, and, right, and, right. and that's the point that I want to make. Well, first I want to make is that this is that as parents parent their children. Within the confines, and I always I say this as well to parents that if you if your child knows what if this is a part of your construct, your child knows this expects this. You had a conversation about if you don't do this, you know that's gonna make mommy or daddy upset. This is gonna provide you're gonna get you some pats on the behind or something from this. Then that's listen. 
it's about minimizing stress. It's not about ideology. It's not about what's right and what's wrong. It's about what makes sense for you and your child yes. and your family structure. Okay. And that's that's so that's number one. And how that ha- transpires, I I pass no judgment about that. I in my mind in raising my children, I've decided not to spank or hit any of my children. That's been good, good or bad. But let me s- kind of give some context on why and how. Because I don't knock anybody who has. I just say I just think about it differently. Mm-hmm. First of all, discipline is a word that's derived from the Latin word discipulus. Discipulus is a word that means teacher or pupil. So at the end of the day, discipline is less about something that I'm providing. It's more about ascertaining skills and knowledge. Okay. Mm-hmm. The most effective discipline is intrinsic discipline, meaning I'm doing the right thing because I know inside it's the right thing to do. When so my feet push back to any form of external or extrinsic intervention to handle behaviors that well how does the child learn what to do by showing them what not to do and so when parent children are yelling parents are yelling at children don't get me wrong brother I got five children I've <laughs> raised my voice yelled I've stopped and everything you could think of I just ain't pulled that belt and did nothing like that because. I'm working a process based on our family structure and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so that being said, you know, so as children are going through their, you know, process and everything and and understanding and going through, I've just decided to look and focus on other alternative methodologies to be able to do it. And not not only that, but also I've changed up my lifestyle and philosophy on how I view the process. So Mm -hmm. for me, every moment is a teachable moment. And in those teachable moments, and I am inherently a teacher, I know that the way children learn is primarily through a positive reinforcement process. Negative reinforcement has to do with providing a punishment and also taking something away. And I believe that Mm. physical punishment, negative reinforcement is perfect to do one thing. It stops the behavior in the moment. So if a child is doing something that's that's unsafe or doing something, if you want to stop it immediately, beat that ass. However, (laughs) if you're interested in providing that child with a lifelong cadre of skills that they can utilize mm-hmm. then you're going to find alternative processes to do it. Here's a, a quick story a mother was telling me uh, other, well, about a month or two ago that she spanked her three year old because he went into the bathroom filled the sink up with water and all the water spilled on the uh, floor so I said well why'd you spank him? She said I don't know why I spanked him. He just needs to know that he wasn't supposed to do that. I said well how does he know he wasn't supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. She got quiet I said okay. She said what should I did? What you should have did is got an empty bucket or empty container, you fill it up with water, you sit it next to the kitchen sink. When you're doing dishes, you provide that child with the same bucket so they can play in the water too. Because at the end of the day, all that child is exercising their curiosity. And that's what they want to do. They need a water play. Because see, children are sensory motor. If if a three-year-old is not grabbing and touching and moving around, right. something's wrong with that <laughs> child. Their senses and their motor skills or their tentacles, like an octopus, this is how I learn. I touch, I feel, I push, number right. one. Number two, inherently, and all of us have been young people, young people are going to rebel against parents, not because they're malicious, because this is how I develop my own identity. Exactly. So the moment you say, mm-hmm. don't do this, the moment I'm going to say, I'm going to do this. So instead, my conversation is different with my children or children I interact with. So I ask questions. Should you do that? What would happen if you do that? Is that safe? But again, but going to what I was saying, Khalil. So, yes. Hey, man, I told you not to. Don't do this. This is why you don't fill up the sink. Yes, sir. All right, I come back tomorrow. He does it again. Okay. Hey, listen, bro. Raise your voice a little bit deeper. This is why you don't do it. Let's try it over here. All right. You come back the third day. Yes, it's sir. time for my special move. Yes, sir. And the reason why I say my special move again is I think a lot of times I think there's learning techniques of like 
the concept of touching the hot stove will make you understand and know <laughs> I can't touch this no more. Yes, sir. So these few pats on the butt to where you're going to feel it a little bit is making you understand, like, do not continue to, I done told you why, I've given you other reasons to not, I've given you other examples of what you can do, and now three is a little, I, yes, sir. That's, I, I, I got you, I got you, I, 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 you know what I mean, two and three, it's like, whoa, damn, I know what you said, yeah, that's, 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 that's a little young, that's a little young. I probably didn't whoop him that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm going to say this, to say that implies. But I may have touched him hands a little bit, ah, stop. Well, to say that makes an implication that if I spank your hand, or if I do this, that means you'll never do it again. So, so are you saying so? Because that to me, there's that's the implication that I'm that after this I've explained it to explained him it, and correct, I showed him in correct, different ways correct, and things that he can do, correct. And he goes back and does it again because kids know when they're doing wrong. They're gonna do well. <laughs> this, I say this absolutely. They know they're doing wrong, but they also know how to push boundaries and, For test sure. and continue you're right. to push their limits too. So I go back to that too, and I say <laughs> so. There's an implication made that when I spank you, that you're never going to make the same mistake again. But this is, but there's science to it as well. How many times have you read? What's your son's name? Tyson. Tice. How many Tice? How many yeah. times have you read him the same book, oh, or listened to the same song over? Daddy, I want to hear this song mm-hmm. over and yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep in mind, the brain loves patterns. For sure. So I'm gonna do the same thing every single day because guess what else I'm having? See, this is this is really down to the minutia of it. Every day that you come to me and get close to me and look me in my face and tell me I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And you're verbalizing that with your words. That's a lingual application of what you're saying to me. Okay. So when I'm talking to my children, you're talking to your child, well, you're using words and concepts, and you're saying stuff like to them, didn't I tell you that already? This is a very literal process that you're walking them through. See, children think their process is not always linear. It's mm-hmm. not always a cause and effect process in their thinking. That's a skill you learn around six or seven, that because I do this, this is going to happen. Sometimes if you get close to me, in my face, I want you close to me because children seek attention. And mm-hmm. we'll take they'll take attention, positive or negative, however I can get it. So if every day you come to me and tell me the same thing, sure, I could know that's the wrong thing, but I could also be wanting that attention too and that you're being close to me and that you're providing me with something that you, in your adult vision, in your adult lens that providing you, I'm telling you the same thing every day, but also from a child's perspective, but you also mm-hmm. provide me with some attention. If you worked all day, you didn't get a chance to come home or whatever the circumstances yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just an interesting dynamic. The key thing is that the thinking is it comes from a adult-centric to a child-centric perspective. And so when it's that, sure, you can include all your methodologies of discipline and everything else when it's derived out of what's most important around this child, yeah, not yeah. developing as a child, developing as a human being. Yeah. But my thing is, again, I've always, again, special move. I yes, keep sir. saying that. Because if he's sitting here leaving his Legos in the middle of the floor and yes, I keep sir. telling him, that's not going to get a whooping. Yes, sir. That's like, hey, I'm taking these Legos. <laughs> yes, sir, because I'm tired. Yes, sir. <laughs> that, that, I'm with you there. You feel we me? Understand. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, but when it's something to where I need to use my DDT, yes, sir. it's because, y'all yeah, catch that DDT. Y'all know about the D. Remember DDT? Of course, of course I remember. Of course I remember. Jake the Snake. That was Jake. That was Jake. Oh, that Jake the Snake's move. I remember Jake the Snake's move. Yeah. I'm like, what's the special move called? Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold, yeah. Thunder, <laughs> the Tombstone. The Tombstone. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. So when it's time to use my special move is when I know what he's doing. He's continuing to do something to touch the stove, to burn his hand when he's doing something that's going to hurt him 
that's when it's going the discipline is going to have to go into a different level. Now, if he leaves his Legos, I tell him not to leave his Legos. You're going to leave your Legos again. I'm going to take them away from you. Yes, you want to continue to play with them, make sure you clean up. Cleaning up helps mommy and daddy. When you have to clean up, it's your you, you break it down how you want. Yes, learn sir. responsibilities. Now, I can just take the Legos because I told you not to put them up no more. No, daddy, I want to play with them. No, I'm going to take away from them for a day. You get them back tomorrow, then you can try it again. Now, that's a diff- different type. But if it's something to where he's getting on his bike and he's running into the street without looking, I'm going to have to step up that type of to let him know that's not the way. Yes, you sir. Know. You know what I'm yes, saying? sir. And, 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 and all I say is this. I, and brother, I agree 100%. Yeah. I just think about this all the time. If you're doing it in the methodology, you say you're doing it in with that understanding, you communicate that, then you have no problem. Yeah, because the goal yeah. is to some minimize. Some people just go straight to whooping. Some people just whipping. <laughs> and, and that's not some, most. Most, yeah. Most yeah, are not yeah. intentional. The yeah. goal is to minimize the amount of stress, for the sure, amount of trauma sure. that a child can endure. And you want to teach lessons as well. And you want to ensure that, you know, the lines of communication, that your child feels safe with you. You don't want to, you don't want to, because when they come to turn teenagers, you want to make sure your children feel like that you are, that, you know, that you're not their enemy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That yeah, you are working, yeah, we're yeah, working yeah, together yeah. in this process. And if I feel like, if we go back to the traditional roles of parents where I'm going to train you up, I'm going to do this for you and all that, well, we're looking at society. We're looking at a society right now that's, t- that's showing us children that have experienced too much trauma, too much yeah, damage, too man. many whoopings, too many beatings, yeah. too many this and that, too much verbal abuse, too much of all of this. And we know that because if you walk into our school buildings today, you walk into the family, it's down tough, into the man. neighborhoods, you look on TV, you look at the video. Videos. We're not learning. Our intellectual capacity is dropped. Our, our our capacity for each other, our, the moral fabric in which we, the mm. human race has been created is dropping. And for me, that doesn't start when children are 16. We are embedding our yes. children. And this is yeah. another thing about yeah. the, the spanking and hitting. And when you and I, when we were born, there was no Fortnite, no GTA. There was no Internet yeah. and those things like that. Yeah. So think about how children are manipulating information. When mm. I get angry, I hit. When I get angry, I shoot. When I get angry, I kill. Yeah. When I get angry, I don't know. So children, so all, so again, if it's about reducing trauma and stress, it's not about whipping children that's wrong. It's about asking a bigger question. Why and how? And how does this spanking help this child yes. learn yeah, how yeah, yeah. to regulate themselves? So when they get to sixth grade, seventh, or they in the streets with somebody else, if the only thing that I can do if I'm driving on the street, if I've only learned when I get angry to hit, Trust me, children learn by mimicking and imitating what they see they do, what yeah. they feel they do. So if I if I associate anger with hitting, then we're gonna have an angry society of people that when they get mad, get angry, get frustrated, <laughs> they they somebody's it's ass can be. That's yeah. just what's happening. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. real. And so it's not about the act, it's not about parents assessing themselves. It's about am I providing that child with the best opportunity to learn? Let me get to the brain part of it real Ooh, quick. Oh, I got a good question for you too. Hold on, okay, ask a yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. When your so when your limbic system or your brain stem is out of control, the only thing that usurps that process is the prefrontal cortex. And that's the area, the right side of the hemisphere of your brain, which is where all your skills and knowledge is learned. So if a child is frustrated, angry, rage for something, the only thing that helps that child come back is Deep breathing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whatever skill you've learned to matriculate through those yeah. feelings and emotions. Well, we spend very few time because we're more worried about stopping the behavior as opposed to what discipline tells us to do, teaching yeah. skills and knowledge. Uh, how to, yeah, how to, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. yeah. Yes, sir. So uh, s- switching gears Please. a little bit um, as far as uh, the aggression, um, there was a video that had been going out um, probably like, it's probably been like a month ago. And it was a, uh, 
it was a it was a husband and wife, and they were showing um, acts of love or sexual act or whatever it may have been in front of their kids. Meaning, they were passionately kissing. He was gr- he was grabbing her grabbing her ass, and it was very uh, intimate uh, intimate time that they were doing when they when they saw each other. Okay. Um, I don't know if there was a greeting or whatever it was, but their kids were sitting right in front of them, and they were, it, it was, like some people said it was inappropriate, you know, okay. whatever. It was almost that time right before, when you, right before you get ready, no, you get ready to go in the bedroom and get it in. It was like a very, yes, sir. it was very, you know, um, it was very. Uh, Third base. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess my question, my question behind that is like, you know, from zero to five, because we're talking about aggression. Right. Yes, so sir. there's different ways that people show love and people show that um, the different types of uh, compassion that a mom or dad may have, you know, kissing and kissing goodbye or kissing hello or, hey, man, I may play a little bit with my wife and grab her. But, you know, mm-hmm. like what mm-hmm. type of attention do you think that. Um, what does that show and what have you, you know, you being an expert at that, what should parents be careful with or what should they watch out or like at least teachable moments to their kids? What should they do in, yes, that, in that situation? Yes, children learn zero, children zero to five learn through one primary method and that's through mimicking and imitating. So what they see is what they do. When I'm in the class, when we're in classrooms, the children go to that little home living area. And you want to see everything going on in somebody's house play out. We've seen everything from arguments <laughs> to love making <laughs> to twerking to everything you could think of happen yeah. right there in that home living there. That's funny. So that's number one is that keep in mind that everything that you everything that they see, mm. they do. Every single thing. For sure. For so sure. that being said, mm-hmm. that, that to me, that becomes big. I think children should see more hugging, kissing. And you know, uh, but mm. but in context, because I also have seen young men, and we can get that's a this is a conversation for another podcast is the over sexualization yes. of black men. That's so that's a whole yeah. other thing. So there's a fine line because I've had teachers come to me and tell me they feel they feel like they've been violated. I feel molested because young men are not just rubbing, walking past, rubbing on teachers. At they are grabbing and cuffing mm. and things like that. So seen daddy, but see again. Compound that wow. with an over-sexualized society, with children sitting in the back seats of cars, listening to mixtapes, 96.3, watching TV, commercials, everything else, internet, YouTube, it's, we're just an over-sexualized culture. So children are susceptible to those things, compounded with everything else that they're tied, that, that they're tied into. Is it malicious? I don't think so. Is it intentional? I do think so. Sometimes children are seeking attention through those ways. So my comment is that, of course, show love. Children need to see love and love and expressions, but they need to see expressions that are appropriate for children and appropriate for them going into schools. And so, trust me, teachers and especially young novice teachers will criminalize children. They, mm-hmm. That happens. And if they see certain behaviors that are happening consistently, that is enough to say this child is, 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 is sexually aggressive, sexually deviant. This is how we get children labeled and things like that. So, you know, the answer to that question is hug and kiss your spouses and mates as much as you want to. I would avoid grabbing ass and all those kinds of things in front of your children unless you're okay with seeing your three or four or five-year-olds getting it on in the yeah, classroom as well. Yeah, yes, sir. Show them what you want them to see. But, but you know. Man, that's crazy. It's crazy because it's just funny. I'm thinking about little kids that you see, like, you know, the kids that know, like, all the lyrics to a song on the radio but can't say ABCs or, you know, they 
you know, what, what? not twerking, but acting like they are twerking. Then, you know, the parent, like, man, I don't know where they get that from. Like, Ain't that crazy? Ain't that crazy? Obviously, you know what I'm saying? It's obvious. It's really obvious. But, you know, you hear you see, you see, hear people do that all the time. Like, I don't know where he she get that from. I don't know why she be acting like that. Or they say something ridiculously inappropriate for their age and you know the parent laughing they so crazy they all this personality i don't know where they get that from you know, yeah, you know. And, 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 and brother we know yes sir we you know and that's why i tell parents all the time well they don't they don't hear cussing at home i just looking like okay but i always wonder i think <laughs> yeah. you know parents like you just said they can rap every lip you know every lyric in a song they say abc's well how excited do people get when they hear when the city girls comes on the radio? How excited are the mamas in the car? They rapping, hit Cardi B come on, right. they grooving. But if 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 Elmo come on or the ABC song come on, do we show that same level of excitement, that same level of joy and elation tied to that? Do we turn our radios on NPR? Are our children get a chance to listen ninety point one in the morning? Do we have that same adoration for the news? You know what I'm saying? Do we have that same adoration for the mm-hmm. Nature Channel? Absolutely not. So it's t- it's the same thing when parents tell you, well, sh- he don't eat no vegetables. Well, you don't eat no vegetables. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't yeah. eat vegetables. So why? <laughs> he's he's a finicky either. Well, so are you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't your your plate's not colorful. So why should her plate be colorful? Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? You don't drink. Because, you, you don't eat. You know. So again, children. It's very basic. They learn. Yeah, I never understood that, man. People talking about uh, he's a picky eater Come because on. you didn't make him try it. You didn't make him try. <laughs> even if you don't like it. Even if you don't like it. When we, when we teach in our schools. Teachers have to sit down with students at the table with them, and they have to try everything on their plate just like the students do. Because if the students don't, if the teachers don't, the students don't. Children, believe me, will not starve themselves. It's all about survival. If you put a plate of greens and carrots and you don't go yep. and turn your face up, then they won't. One of the things I do uh, if if Tice hasn't had something or he's never had it and he says he doesn't like it, and I'll be like, no, you've never had this. Let's try it. And then if he doesn't like it afterwards, because at the end of the day, taste buds change. It, it Taste buds, as you get older, things you didn't like when you were young, you like. I but, love broccoli, man. I hate it. Broccoli. <laughs> yeah. I did, man. Yes, so, so my thing is, if he tries it, I'm always saying, and he doesn't like it, I'm like, that's okay if you yes, don't sir. like it, but thank you for trying. Good, You tried it. Yes, now we know you, know you know you don't like it, but I've heard seen so many times people be like, yeah. I've heard adults say this, bro. I heard them be like, yeah, I don't do such and such. And I'd be like, have you ever had it? <laughs> nah, I ain't never had it. I'm like, how you don't do how it? How do you even know? <laughs> you God, that drives know, me bro. insane. Well, he only likes chicken fingers and french fries. Yeah. Well, what's your favorite food, dad or mom? Yeah. Chicken fingers and french fries. Yeah, well, right, that's yeah. what, uh, well, of course. Well, of course. And yeah, so because man. of that, you know, again, very simple. I'm going to try to hit some key points over and over again. Children going to imitate and mimic what they see. You know, I always tell parents all the time, look, you enjoyed every moment. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I know I did. Every moment of bringing those children to the world. You owe them the first five years of their lives to make those sacrifices. You owe them to slow down in the mornings, to quit all that fussing and nagging when they get, hurry up, get your clothes. They, they don't. You owe them opportunity when they, they walking upstairs to not drag them up the stairs, to not drag them through the store, to let them take their time and walk through and to push one of the little carts themselves to push through and all that. It's That's not about, none of that is about you just being a parent, da, da, da. That's about a child having an opportunity to develop their skills, their dexterity, their motor skills. Because here's the hook at, about it. The more capable my child is, the more confidence they develop, the more confident they are, the more risk they'll take, the more risk they'll take, the more opportunities they have to experience safe failure safe failure provides opportunities for me to learn the more they learn the less you have to do 
You know what I'm saying? That's that's the key thing. Unless you mm-hmm. have to be accountable for them. If we do it right in early childhood, we have less raising to do when they get older. You know what I'm saying? You invest yep. in early childhood, you may not have to invest in college. <laughs> you may put a scholarship out. Yeah, so man. Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's why, yes, sir. I, man, I think one of the things that I try to push, and I've said it before, man, I think that one of the things that I try to push is confidence. Man. Man, I... Mm-hmm. I, I try to push I, confidence, confidence, confidence. One of the things I tell him to do before he goes anywhere, like he had camp last week, I'd be like, hey, listen, <laughs> um, I want you to have fun. And he's like, yeah, daddy, I will. And I'd be like, make sure you have confidence. Yes, sir. Walk in there and have confidence. Be respectful. You know, I just, those yes, few sir. things, man, I'm yes, just sir. like, man, because not a lot of kids today, man, have enough confidence within themselves. And then that carries over to adulthood, and you become a very insecure person. Man. And it's just, you know, how, how, how what insecurity does to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, you're born with it, but, you know, the longer you with with unintentional adults, the more you lose it. Children are born very, that's why they so touch so much. That's why they touch. They're so curious because they feel. But the more you, wah, 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 the more you stop them. That's when they start to get sheltered. Mm-hmm. That's when you get these 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds. They unmotivated. This is an interesting thing. You'll notice children between the ages of zero and eight, in the kindergarten through third grade. You hear a lot of people talk about how well their students do in school. Well, they make straight A's and this and that. But they get to fourth grade. That learning, you start to notice a decrease in grades now. That there's a reason for that because after a child or a human being turns eight, um, the the what happens in school, especially in elementary, is there's a notion to there's more synthesis of information needs to happen. In other words, it's less me just knowing my ABCs. I have to be able to apply those things as well when I get to fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Well, oftentimes we have deceived ourselves with grades and all these again very extrinsic rewards about good job, A's and B's, we've forgotten learning. So this whole time when we have children, you know, where they can they can do all the cadences, I'm great, I can, you know, uh, they can re- repeat and memorize everything. We've not done any really learning. All we've done is have them accommodate what we feel like is appropriate. Mm. So, and that's important. So mm. when you walk into a classroom, good teachers say, well, everybody's quiet, sitting at a desk and doing what they're supposed to do. Well, really, is that what good learning is? Because really good learning is about touching, feeling, exploring come up with a theory, moving around, being busy, and being focused on the goal. And I'm not doing this because I'm afraid that the teacher's going to call my parent or I'm going to get in trouble. I'm doing this because I'm intrinsically mo- motivated to do it. Let me that ask comes you, from that confidence. Yes, sir. Yeah. Let me ask you a question on this, man. Please. Because culturally, um, we, of course, we've always made joke of this and we've made, <laughs> yes, we've made comments of, like, let's just even talk about, like, and I, I've noticed it a lot, too, because there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of Indian culture in uh, in Fishers, yes, sir, where I live. But the ongoing conversation is like we'll walk through a store and we'll see uh, a white family, and you'll see a lot of freedom of that young kid. And first thing we do, like I beat his little ass. I wish my mm-hmm. son would be doing that. My mama would have mm-hmm. whooped my ass, mm-hmm. you know. And mm. you will see. I've seen, um, and I'm just kind of just. Generalized, generalized. Yes, yes, sir. I've seen literally the other day, man. I seen a, um, I seen a black, a black woman. She had, you know, and and man, I don't know what her stress level is, and I don't know where what made her react this way, but I heard her yelling at her little daughter like, "Hey, get your ass back over here! You can get your little ass whooped, something, something." You know, and I'm like, "Damn!" You know what I mean? Like it was a little extreme, lady. Like, but hey, man, that's her daughter. Hey, that she's gonna have to deal with whatever the consequences are of that kind of reaction to that kid later in life. I don't know, but anyway. Um, 
So the first thing we do is we go to when little Johnny is just being free and he's walking and he's walking in front of his parents. He's they're telling him how to slow down. He's touching this. He's touching that. And then you see, get your little ass over here. Beat your little. You know, I'm like, I wonder if that has something to do with what type of like development does that go? Is that something culturally that that has because culturally we go straight to the Bible, right? About whooping our kids. And generally speaking, you just don't really see a lot of white people whooping their kids that we that I know. I'm just saying, you know, like like the whole conversation of joking, like I just put my kids in timeout and we laugh as a culture like what? I never had timeout. I got my ass whooped. Like I'm wondering, like, like culturally, you know, going back to just the conversation of like, I wonder what does that do developably and just like how is that the difference of culture there? This this is where I usually get in fight. This is where they usually escort me out. Uh oh, that's why why we're here. (laughs) So, so I say first of all, I say who's feel who feels our prison systems? Who who what are the which demographic feels our prison systems? Which Mm. demographic is reports the highest rates of suspensions, expulsions, crime rates? Uh, which which is which members live which demographic populates the most sectors of poverty in the society in our country in the city say in the state it's it's people look like me and you it's African American mm. people we fill the prison systems we are the most expelled suspended people we 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 populate the fewest professional positions you know our goals and aspirations unfortunately and I'm making a hyper hyperbolic generalization it's tied around being an entertainer an athlete or getting rich somehow getting paid so I say we feel who feels all the negative sectors in society well that happens to be African Americans now let me get to the history of it when the so racism is not are we eliminating racism here well say it again are we eliminating no sir let me get to that so okay, okay, okay. when when the settlers European settlers came to this country they made a recommend they made an observation about the Native Americans that they don't beat and hit their children they use other methodologies in order to show disciplines and and th- and uh, boundaries you know sometimes they may have to go spend some time with a grandparent or something like that it was noted in some of the books just about some of the training and all that so when European settlers came to this country, they realized that a way to um, uh, be different um, or to lease a way to really captivate people is to by impact their children. And so African Americans, specifically our people in this country, our acceptance and utilization of, of, of physical punishment is tied directly to our experience in chattel slavery in this country. So we were, this African American spent half of a century being beat, whipped, hit, slashed by our oppressor um, to be put in in line of where we are now, society. You know, we operate at the lowest rung of society in all those sectors as well, and a lot of it is tied to our trauma, tied to chattel slavery, being abused and being hit. Mm. But the bigger question is this, who's, who's remained in power? Who, who are the richest people in our country this way? Who runs? When you look at Congress, what do they all look like? Mm-hmm. So all I got to say is this. And intergenerationally, white people have maintained power and have been able to pass on power with unfair advantage. Don't get me wrong. But other ethnicities, other races have figured out. You talk about Eastern Indians as well. Other races, you talk about Asians, other races that have experienced 
subjugation, not to the level of African Americans in this country, but definitely experienced subjugation in this country at the hands of white supremacy, have also dealt, but all of them have a different belief about raising their children. See, the problem with, with our situation is that we tie the raising of our children to life or death, because we know there was one time where our children, you better act right in school. You mm. better get it right, because this is all we have yeah, to escape. Yeah. Our, like, this is all mm. we got to escape. Our plight is our process. You the last one. You got to do this, it. You got to. You got to. You have to do it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You got yeah, no yeah. choice. And it's life or death. But we've only, again, we were raised that way, so we only know one way. We know if I want to get you something done, I'm going to pull this bed. I'm going to beat you till you get it right. Because at one time, that worked. One time, we were able to believe because we knew, again, our lives depended on, I'm going to beat you. And they used to say, I'm going to beat you before he beats you. There were yeah, mothers in slavery I've heard that, that I've heard would that kill said. their own children before they allowed the slave master to kill their children. That's how deep it is. So I hear him say it now. I'm, I'm going to do it before, before the police. Before the police. I'm going to do it before the police beat you. It's the wrong mentality because what it does to brain development, which impacts our children. But I'll go back to the question. If and I and I, I experienced the same thing. I had parents tell me all the time, "Well, I well she told me, well I ain't white, so I'm gonna beat my child." I'm say, "Okay, we're gonna continue to perpetuate that same nonsense." And all I gotta say is, use this is that whenever you're ready to start breaking these cycles of poverty, you want to start breaking the cycles of intergenerational wealth. Then we may have to look at the way other people are raised because it starts with their children. Mm -hmm. It's the way we raise our children is where it doesn't start when they're 15. It don't start with our movement. It don't start with marching. It don't start with boycott it starts with how we rate the message that we because it's about our sustainability and every movement even you think about even the black nationalist movement here in america the the african righteous nationalist movement in the 60s and 70s it all stopped why yeah. it stopped in the 70s and 80s when it was infiltrated why because there was nothing passed on substantial to the young people to children to be able to take practically and be able to really build communities for ourselves mm. we never learned all we learned was how to stay out of trouble we learned black is beautiful probably black but we never learned any skills because we were so yeah. worried about the you know other, yeah, staying out of trouble yeah, 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 you yeah. know uh, it should have been a transition right should have been transition and yeah. we should have been teaching skills about true economics about really how to pass on intergenerational wealth what but it's hard to trauma but with so. that man and a couple things uh but with that uh we were we were really learning on the cuff Yes, sir. We were learning on the job. Yes, sir. So it was very hard for us to pass on generational wealth when there was nobody ever wealthy. Yes, sir. So we were learning on a job, but yes, I think to 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 the but let me let me say to the thing. defense of ahead, sir. our people. Yes, sir. We did great with what we had. Yes, sir. You yes, know sir. what I'm saying. Yes, sir. And 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 and, and before you go there, TC said one thing that was that was very important. When I seen that little girl acting up in the store, <laughs> my thing is, you sitting here cussing and screaming at this daughter, she didn't just learn how to be that <laughs> way today. Right, 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 right. You feel right, me? Right. She didn't just start acting up mm -hmm. today in the store. You ain't prepared her to go to the store. Right. You sitting here acting like this is the first time she's just been disruptive? No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you not there's yeah, something else yeah. you're gonna have to do to other right. saying I'm gonna beat your ass and you're gonna right, right. something I mean like yo you looking bad, lady. You know what I'm saying? Because people are looking at this kid and saying that she's being a kid. Right. What aren't you doing at home to teach her how to act well 
in public, in school. Right. Because she, that little girl got problems in schools, and I don't even know what school she yes, go to. You know she does. You know she, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's unfair for children. First of all, she probably woke up this morning. She probably ate a bowl of tricks. She probably ate a bowl of very something unnutritious. She probably <laughs> no, didn't have any she rest. She probably had it. 20 grams of sugar. 20 grams of sugar this morning. She probably she probably barely slept. She probably been on her phone all day long. Her mother and ain't she, got no bedtime. Ain't got no bedtime. Mother probably has spent, or father, father probably not been there. The mother's probably, no one's gave this child any attention at all. You know what I'm saying? We probably put them in. Every, they receives any love. We probably had to deal with if she had her hair done. She had to get popped the whole time. She was getting her hair braided. And all these experiences <laughs> we seeing children through. That's a whole other conversation. I know it is. But, I can't, hey, true, but true. I can't talk about that because I ain't got no girl here to talk about that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I, that's, that's true. But I'm just saying is that the truth is that we it's unfair expectations. That we want you to act a certain way. And really only because it's how it makes us feel in public. Because it's embarrassing to me. Because I'm concerned about how this looks to me. Because usually a child is doing what in the store? Asking for something. Mm. You know, they, they flunk because they bored because you've been in there too long but we put them at an unfair advantage and and then expect them to act accordingly and we provided them with nothing to provide them any sense of normalcy and that starts with food that starts with every diet the mental diet physical diet and spiritual diet we have we we, we have done them a disservice in each step of the way yes sir ah man tc over there soaking up game man you taking (laughs) notes brother all of it man can you hear can you hear the uh the ink yes sir yes sir yes sir there's a concept we know in education is called epigenetics so epigenetics is what we call is the transference of trauma and so they did the research tied specifically to uh, victims of the Holocaust and so forth, and they talked about, and it's it's always a good conversation if you want to have when you're tired about the Holocaust, because when you talk about slavery, it's a different conversation. But no, and again, another conversation for another day. But anyways, it what happens in in epigenetics is that we in effect pass on trauma, and it's done through a, a methylization of genes and things that take place. So for instance, people who did experience the, the you know the Holocaust develop certain characteristics that are tied to those experiences. So a lot of times African Americans are born, we are born in resistant and in um, um, uh, recalcitrant, fe- in recalcitrant processes, partly has to do with how we were enculturated intergenerationally. And so mm-hmm. here's an example. I was get put over by, by the police last year. My daughter was seven last year. Never had an issue with the police. Never been with me. We ain't never had an issue. But she was nervous in the backseat of the car. I was like, baby, why are you nervous? She said, I don't know why I'm nervous. That's something that was inherently passed. So our relationship with the police, that that anxiety uh, tied to we that. Had, we just had a conversation about real. this, bro. That's real. That's about real. T- which, That's when real. do you, yeah, man. That's real. We pass those things on and not understanding it, even with behavior, even with understanding how children should be. You know, children should be quiet. You should do, you should do what I say when I say and all that. Listen, y'all, it's wrong. Let me tell you, it's just wrong. These are young yeah. human beings that are trying to develop. It's wrong. But man, I just—I was reading a book, man. I wish I knew the title of the book, but it was talking about how uh, genetically things are passed through. So here's the thing: men, most of the time, we we give we we, we provide our sperm to the woman to where she is able to have this kid now the very 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 importance of a woman being pregnant is we always we don't take on how important is for a woman not to be stressed during pregnancy because that stress all these things are traveled through the kid 
it, it goes to the kid even when that baby's born and it continues to get passed on when she gets pregnant all these things are very important they said like the stressor of so let's say uh courtney and stc's tc soon to be wife she gets pregnant and yeah i threw that i threw that i threw that out there yeah, my brother's gonna have me, heard me chuckle i heard that <laughs> so check it what the book was saying was what the book was saying was the stressors of her grandmother has been passed through her mother and that will go into Courtney that will pass it into her kids. Yes, That's why they're saying, like you're saying, genetically, a lot of these things are being passed to where kids have respond. They respond to certain things. You don't even know why, Man. because that was passed from her yes, grandmother yes, and all these things. That's why they was like, it's very, it's always like they say, make a pregnant woman comfortable, yes, make sure she's taken care of because these are the things that you do not want her to have these stresses that's getting put into your baby. Well, let, and take a step further. Don't let's not, let's not devalue the role of men either because absolutely not. Our sperm is just as impactful oh, for sure, in, for sure. in creating that DNA and those chromosomes yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 so yeah, every, yeah. so, so, ladies, if a gentleman is, you know, he's slovenly drunk and trying to yeah, ejaculate, you know what I'm saying? You should yeah. be very cautious about that. You passing on some, some very deadly sperm. If, he, if he a negative dude, man, be careful. He's coming. I'm telling <laughs> I'm you, telling that's, you. that's real. Read that's that real. energy, man. Make that's sure you real. got that good. And that's why I'm always about energy, man. That's, uh, right. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, oh, nother podcast, conversation. Man. Yes, sir. Energy is so important, it's, man. It's I think, 100%. actually, I think God is energy. But, man, that's a whole nother. Oh, man. Say that again. God is energy. Yes, sir. Yeah, we could talk about That's a whole nother podcast. My language now, yes, sir. Mm. Man, yes, sir. this is yes, a lot, bro. I want to yes, keep sir. going, man. But we we are getting here. TC's yes, been TC's got a lot of he's got a lot to go. I do. I, I mean, my son's six, but man, a lot of things that I talk yeah. to with people. I, I listen to everyone who have kids who can give me advice. Who have? I'm like, yo, I'm soaking it up. Bro. Like, let me listen. Let me. How can so, I got? I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I, I know everybody different. Everybody gonna do their own thing, but you know. I, I, I definitely, I'm definitely one of the people that learn from experiences yeah. and, and from other people's experiences. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you got you got to take your own walk through it, your own journey and whatnot. But you know, it, it, you when you remember what you've heard from you know multiple people, and then you come across that situation, you're gonna remember like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember so and so told true me. that, true that. He told true me that. it'd be days like this, <laughs> boy, boy. <laughs> boy yeah, what mama said, like, days man. like this. Real, that's real. Straight but up. let's just, but let's just be honest. There are some things, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this. There are some things that are pretty consistent. That I want to know if we qualify them as absolute truths. But there are some things that are true. Mm-hmm. And relative to the brain, there's some truths about that brain. Oh, for sure, man. Truths sure. about that brain. It's very important to keep that brain under minimal stress and l- very little trauma. So it's a zero and five. Not because you can have a great smart kindergarten, so that you can have a productive. A productive human being an adult yeah. there's a research project called the perry preschool project and it started following these young children in the 70s and it's been documenting their progress for the last 50 years they still continue to do it and they've already noticed that children that experience high quality early child education minimal stress their s their ses the social economic status those things are all taken care of this is less crime more marriage, less divorce, less crime, you know, more graduation and those kinds of things. So it's proven in science and everything. It's not really a scientific matter for us. It's more of a social ideological matter for us. For sure. and, you know, and especially in our community, well, I'm beating my children's ass because everybody else is, but somebody got to break away, bro. Yeah, somebody somebody got to break Somebody got to change the trend. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man, We're trying to move forward. So I for sure, up. man. I yes, tried, sir. man. One of the things that I we, you know, uh, that I tried not to do, and then we tried not to do as a family all together was argue in front of him. Man. Like, like we're going to have disagreements, 
but you have to watch out how you have some so disagreements rough, in yes, front sir. of kids, yes, man, sir. because yes, sir. they're arguing and yelling and man. getting to the next. Because usually when you get mad and the next thing you know, disrespect comes in, and then if he's watching you disrespect the mama, man. how he gonna disrespect women? Man. Or he watching him, watching her talk crazy to daddy, man. how she gonna talk crazy to him? It's just like those type of things, man. Like you said, man, they soaking that up. And they're learning. So you gotta right. be very careful right. on right. the conversations right. you have and the the way you do it. So if y'all out there zero to five, man, listening to that's another thing man I, I man i have to in- introduce ties to hip-hop eventually so i'm trying to wait i'm hey, up <laughs> hey look don't, whatever you do whatever you decide to do don't give them the kids bop no no it's not acceptable you either gotta go go hard or go home <laughs> yeah. and, and that's and that's crazy as much as i talk i'll be honest with you, in our household we have never censorship of music and all that and you know i'm i you know i'm 44 years old i grew up <laughs> uh, you're gonna go rap to music is my i mean i don't we don't know anything else so believe yeah. me they didn't hear my children have heard it all but what the difference i don't know if the difference or not because i hope other people are doing the same thing but everything we listen to we have a conversation about we yeah, can talk about yeah, the music yeah. i mean we're gonna listen to prof- there's a lot of profane profane misogynistic you know lyrics and things like that but we discuss those things and, but guess what else strong children when i would identity don't identify with negative images man, come that's on. the key thing come on, and man. so and so when people tell me all the time when i hear about classrooms they talk about well my child is is, is mimicking other negative behaviors well i say well every child in the classroom is not exactly. only children that are searching for identity exactly. don't feel love they're feeling place mimic things and like yeah. uh a brother there <clears throat> said children especially after they get about six or seven they start understanding right and wrong they yeah. know what they should and should be doing they yeah. know those images now then they just not gonna, bro. They just not gonna do it. No matter how negative it is, we all grew up. I grew up with Scarface. I grew up with Ghetto Come Boys. On, you know man. what I'm saying? I'm, I can tell you, mind of lunatic lyrics like that. That don't mean I didn't went out and you exactly. know. Exactly. That doesn't mean that yeah. I was raised with love and intention. Too, that excuse so. is always yeah, man. Excuse is already there, but everybody because uh, they listening to the music. No, nah, Come on, Come man. On, it's man. Not, it, it has to do with what what that person, the human being, you know, feels, and yeah. if they they looking for an identity. Believe me, rap yeah. music, the media, entertainment, they give it to you. If you need a, if you need an identity, you can get it in the media. You know now, I do agree. I do, I do mm-hmm. think music sends you into a different mood. If you want to go does. work out, you're going to listen to some. But man, it ain't going to make you go out there and kill nobody. No, I mean, you know what I mean. That ain't no. not 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 music in itself. No. You know what I'm right. saying. You're going to do that anyway. Now they do you. Now you can you can put you on some little boosie. You can go out there and get busy if you already own one. though. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. you already gonna be on yeah, one. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. But That's nah, man, don't listen to no kids, Bob. Man, <laughs> not at all. I understand. Hey, Man, y'all, hey, y'all, y'all ever seen the one that's been going around? Uh, it's a little white dude rapping uh, Outcast. Me, Biggie? me oh. and your yeah. daughter. Yeah, yes, bad situation. Bad situation. Bad situation. I was just talking to a teacher the other day about how much she despises kids, but I, 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 I don't like it either. I'm like, please man, give it a break. Come on, man. No, no, no. The little not. dude said, "Me and your daughter." <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. But I did see that. That's that's a shame. Damn shame. Oh, damn man. shame. But yeah, man, I would introduce hip hop is in. It's in, it's important in its essence, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. In its essence, but unfortunately, yeah. you ain't gonna get away from it. I know y'all want to, but they gonna listen to, they gonna listen to mumble rap and all that stuff too, because uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's and some of those beats just are 
stupid. So anyway, yeah, so yeah, you know, but he gonna be listening. I'm riding with him. I want him to have a debate, man. For real, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to get little... to them, like, oh yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love doing it, my yeah, sons. Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yes, but Khalil, man, I appreciate you, yes, brother. Yes, sir. Man. It's a I pleasure. Thank you for coming through, man. man I sound like we could keep on, keep on oh, going, man. Yes, sir. For a long time. Like I say, man, anyone we have great conversations with, man, we always want them to come back, man. So anytime you have. You have something that you like, yo, I want to take that to the stakes, man. Yes, Let sir. us know, yes, man, sir. for sure. For I mean, sure, you, you sure. got, this is a great, yeah. great platform, you know what I'm saying? Great conversation. Hopefully somebody can use some information we share today yeah. as they move along. And then the key thing is, is that that zero to five age for the young children <clears throat> is the most important part, not in the child's life, in an adult's life. So, yes, sir. sir. Much respect. Yes, sir. Much respect. TC, man, you got, you got something. To, man, you got, you got a Patrick, Patrick got you a yeah. book. Khalil done gave you some heat from the <laughs> zero to five. Come on, man, you ready? Are you ready, Patrick, brother? Yeah, Patrick hey, is ready, man. Yeah, Patrick. Learn, learn from all the mistakes, man. Learn from all the mistakes. Yeah, yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. The show, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, zero, zero to five. About to, I'm, I'm putting work in. Yes, <laughs> hey, man. put work in zero to five. You have to worry about it for the rest of your life. Man, man I work in. Yes, I just sir. told BTG, man. Mogul. I just told TC. <laughs> I told BTG, man. I was on the show, man. I told BTG. Uh, I said, man, I've been. I'm a pledge Tice for 18 years, and then after that, he should be ready. But yeah, man, uh man again, Khalil, thank you, man, for coming through. Yes, man. sir. Thank um, you, gentlemen. Thank you. Much uh, respect. Any yes, anything sir. you want to give out, social media, anything people, you know, they want to find you or you know, things you got going on right you now. You know, that's crazy. You? I don't really have a social media. I've okay. been they've been harping me. I get this LinkedIn, but um um I can you can my name is K A H L I L. Last name is M is in Mary, W-A-A, F is in Frank, R-I-K-A. Google, if you put me in Google, you'll see enough ways to get in touch with me yeah, and contact yeah. with me as well. Sweet, sweet. I'm with Early Learning Indiana. This, hopefully by next week or so, I finally get my LinkedIn up. I've ran from the social media thing for a long time, yeah, but you know, yes, those who know, know. Those who know how to get in touch with me, they'll figure it out. That's it. Yes, stay sir. away as yes, long as you can. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. man. TC, man, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. Also, Tools for Teachers. Hey, man, please, please go out and buy your tickets. tickets. Go get your tickets. Come, come through August third. That's a Saturday. Saturday during the day, man. Come through. Come have a good time, man. Listen to some good platform, good platforms of podcasts. TC and I will be hosting it. Uh, we got black vendors there, black businesses from five to six. Come support them. They will continue to be there throughout the show. So, uh, man, we have we have a we we have a some great vendors coming through. Um, we got some some sweets. We got some. We got a little bit of everything. Education, you know, all that good stuff. So, please come by uh, and enjoy yourself here at the Indianapolis Marriott East, seventy two oh two East Twenty First Street, Indianapolis, Indiana four six two one nine. Go to our social media if you don't remember that. Uh, our Eventbrite TC Tools for Teachers Indy. That is the number four Tools for Teachers Indy dot Eventbrite dot com. Click the link, go there, ticket is $5 for entry, um, asking everybody to bring supplies to donate to the classrooms, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. If you're unable to attend, on that link, there's also a, an area for you to donate yes. to the event, since you cannot, uh, physic- if you cannot physically be there. So, yeah. again, tools for teachers, indie.eventbrite.com. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, this great uh, episode, man. I had a good time listening to being educated on this. Very spin game, yeah. Spin game, mutually, yeah. Khalil, thank you, man. Yes, sir. And thank you guys for listening to Stakes is High podcast. Peace, peace, peace.